This meeting is being recorded. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Keeping It Real On Purpose, and I am your host, Edna White. This is the place where real people talk about real things and share real stories all on purpose. And today we're so excited to have Dwayne McHodgkins, um, who is an author of Business Heroes uh, Lessons, I'm sorry, excuse me, Lessons from the Business Heroes of the Pandemic. Um, I will tell you early, audience, very good read, very good read, but I'll let him share that with you. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Ed. I'm happy to be here. Great. I'm so excited that you're here. So, Dwayne, um, tell me how you show up in the world. Boy, um, you know, I'm, I'm an entrepreneur. Um, I, I, I worked for myself, done it for about 12 years. I, I got to the okay. point where I didn't like the way things were going in the corporate world. So I decided, you know what, I'm going to create something on my own. And it's been fantastic. Um, shortly after doing that, both of my kids who were teenagers at the time, they said, wow, dad, you're not as grouchy as you used to be. <laughs> so, so I think I'm doing the right thing. <laughs> yes. That's a great sign. <laughs> Good one. All right. So could you tell us the story or your story behind the lessons from the okay. business heroes? So um, so my my business is that I'm I'm in IT, I fix computers. So Okay. During COVID, I was really busy. I mean, I, my phone was ringing off the hook. I was working from early to late, helping first helping people move their businesses to home. You know, how can I, yeah. how can I work on the computer in the office when I'm yeah. doing all that kind of stuff? And then they didn't have IT. So then, you know, helping right. them do all that kind of stuff. So I was very busy, but um, I've built my business through networking with other business owners. And so I have a lot of friends that have their own businesses and there were so many of them that were struggling during the pandemic because they had to close their business or their business was really slow. So um, one day I'm driving around. Yeah. And the phrase business heroes of the pandemic just kind of hit me in the face. And I started looking at different businesses that didn't just roll over and say, there's nothing we can do. They were the businesses yeah. that said, you know what? We're going to reinvent ourselves. We're going to pivot we're going to turn things around. And yeah. so I started collecting stories of all the places that I saw that were doing it correctly. And then mm -hmm. I, um, I interviewed people. Right. I ended up interviewing 12 different people for the book. And mm -hmm. uh, a lot of them were friends, but some of them were people that I'd never met before. Um, and mm -hmm. how I found them when I was interviewing my friends, uh, the first, the last question that I would ask is, who do you know that I should know? And yeah. that they were, like that. Yeah. I'm stealing that. Okay. <laughs> and you know, they would give me, and some of those people were uh, like the, the, the company that helped me self publish my book. Um, that was one of them that I was introduced to. Um, other ones were other businesses. They said, Oh, you need to talk to her. So things like that. Um, yeah, and I, I spent six months, during COVID, I, I was so frustrated with how things were going. 
I shut off the TV. I couldn't watch TV. All I would do is yell at it. So, so I shut <laughs> it off and I, I didn't even, I didn't even watch the NFL. I was a big football fan. I didn't even watch the yeah. NFL. And I was spending about an hour a morning writing my book. Um, did that for six months. Mm-hmm. Then I went through the edit process and the design process that took about three months. And then the next thing I know, I'm getting the draft copy in the mail from Amazon. It's like, oh my gosh, Excellent. you're holding this book. And it's like, wow, I created this. And yeah, yeah, launched it. Um, it's It's been fantastic. Yeah. Good. Well, I love how you break down what you've learned from all of those heroes yeah. in rules. So of course, I did go to rules, which I loved all of them. Um, but where's the one I turned in? Okay. So the one that I thought was so I liked first was rule number one, always be looking for ways to reinvent yourself or your business, the back to the drawing board model. Can you share something about that rule with my audience and I? Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's where the, it really all started. And looking at that, I talked a lot about companies that didn't do that. Mm -hmm. Uh, One of those being Blockbuster Video. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, oh. Thousands of Blockbuster Videos. And there's there's one left. Yeah. One store still has that name. And they're Oregon, Washington, somewhere up there. I can't remember now. But, um, yeah, that's (laughs) the only one left out of almost 10,000 stores. And, you know, we all know what yeah. happened. Um, when Blockbuster was doing it, Netflix came along. And Netflix, when you tell the kids this, they laugh at you. But, you know, Netflix started out, they would deliver in the mail yeah. to you. And, uh, in, in fact, they'll still do that to you. Um, there's a lot of places, mm-hmm. rural areas, that they'll do that and they'll send them back and forth in the mail. But, uh, you know. Right. Of course, Blockbuster thought, well, that's kind of ridiculous. Those they're not going to be around long. Well, um, yeah, they so they didn't pivot, but Netflix did. You know, they reinvented yeah. themselves. They figured out a better way. And look at now, they're a household name, and Blockbuster is a. Oh yeah, I remember those guys from a long time ago. Yeah, they were over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember them. Yeah, you know, I the other, the other day I saw. I don't know where. Oh, I was at a Walgreens. Okay. And in front of the Walgreens was the red box. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah. And I was like, yep. Yep. Uh, no. <laughs> There's those, some of those are still around. Yeah. 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 I was like, like uh, no. <laughs> that, that, I can't even see anybody kind of even going or renting them. I can't. I can't. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, the pandemic, I think the pandemic changed a lot of those things. It, yeah, it really, really, changed. Did. It really did. Um, and then I, yeah. I also talked about um, Sears. Oh, my gosh. Sears. Yeah. Was the How it was around forever and then it just disappeared. Yeah. Forever. They had the huge um, catalog, you know. I, I remember every year we would get that. And, okay, because toys. Growing yep. up, it was the only place you'd find toys. Yep. Only Absolutely. Um, yep. There's yep. there's many houses in this country that were sold out of the Sears catalog, and it would come on, yeah. a, on a train and they'd drop it off and it would be built. Um, in in older 
areas of cities, you still see those houses. The houses survived. Yeah. Yeah, they pretty much didn't because they got to a point where they didn't pivot. So, yeah, got to make. Yeah, and that, that's important. It pivoting. You're so right. That's so very important. And then you said something on um, Sears. Um, I remember how my mom used to like go and buy the clothes because the clothes were so tough. And yeah. she's like, they last longer. And I can pass it down to the next one. <laughs> yep. 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 You know, but we, I remember Sears so much. And when uh, we, the last one we had was the tire company. Remember they had the tires part and that even closed. I was like, and, and you're right. I didn't think of it then, but they didn't pivot when yeah. they should have pivoted. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. That makes, makes a lot of sense. Um, now where is my chapter at? Um, I'm talking about the hustle. Where is that? Oh, that's number three. Chapter three. Yeah. Okay. Um, everybody needs a side hustle. Yes. Yeah. Tell us, tell the audience about that. That's a good one. It's a good one. Yeah. So, so with that one, you know, um, let's say you worked for one of those companies, um, you know, mm -hmm. In fact, my wife at one time did work for a franchisee of Blockbuster. She was doing their payroll. Yeah. And we watched the, mm -hmm. they had over 500 stores and we watched them shrink to just about nothing. And then she had to get another job. Well, you know, what if you're not in the HR and you don't see that kind yeah. of stuff coming? You need to have something else going on. You know, um, no one knows what's going to happen tomorrow in any company. Um, I, Right now, I've got my own business, but you know what? That's not the only thing I do. I wrote a book, yeah. right? Okay. I'm, I'm working on some other books. I have a few other irons in the yeah. fire because you don't know what tomorrow's going to bring. So if you're relying on just one source of income, what happens if that income goes away? You're, you're left with nothing. Absolutely. So, you know, if... Yeah. If you can find something, anything, you know, and, and a lot of times people take hobbies. I know, uh, I know mm -hmm. guys that they really love sports. They love kids sports. So they go and they get uh, um, licensed to be referees for these kids sports leagues. So mm. a little bit of money, okay. they're doing something they really enjoy. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if they save some of that money, pay off some of their bills, things like that. If there's a problem at their main job at least they've got something to fall back mm -hmm. on a little bit you know maybe they could parlay yeah. that into maybe working for um a high school or, or or even a college you know something like that but there's right. so many different things even the people that are doing the uber the uber eats um delivering so pizzas, whatever it is yeah. Yeah. do something so that if exactly. your one goes away because you know you hear about the stories where people show up one day I can't get in the door. It's locked. Yeah, absolutely. And now there's five or six employees standing outside and they're going, huh. And they call the manager and the manager's like, yeah, um, sorry. No. Yeah, it, yeah. Happens. <laughs> it happens. Yeah, it happens. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> you know, if you don't have something to fall back on, boy, mm -hmm. really be in a lot of trouble. So I, I always tell people to find something. The other thing about a side hustle is this. Let's say you are interested in making a move to a different career and instead of uh just making that jump maybe you take on a part-time job or even a volunteer 
at that as kind of a side hustle to see if you really like it and see if it's something that you want to do or not. So another good reason for a side hustle. Yeah, that's good. So I know that um, I was interviewing um, another person and we're we're having this conversation. So he said to me, my, his mentor Uh told him that there's 33 ways to bring it revenue into your business. Okay. So I was like, wait, what? So I got all like excited. I was like, tell me like, and then he says, I'm, I must confess. I'm only doing one. (laughs) And he said, I am ashamed of myself. You, you outed me. I outed myself on. And so he had to change his whole, he, and right now he's like, it's such a different place because I asked him that question. It, it sparked off in him. But it gave me also gave me a way. So now in my business as a life, you know, life coach, I literally, you know, because I've written 25 books, I've got, you know, got online courses, I'm teaching, you know, teaching, you're doing all these things, but they all are really the same thing, just yeah. a different way to do that. Yeah. And so it, I'm trying to make you know, I'm up to number 10. So I want to, I, I, if I can, if I can make 33, I'll make 33. I'm going to have to look for those. Cause um, yeah. I, yeah, I, I, I was like, what? I know I'm not doing all that I can, um, you know. Um, yeah. And that's what he said to me. He said, I must admit. <laughs> it's, it's, that's you funny. Know, like he, he told me, oh, I must admit, I must admit that. Yeah. I, um, when I was writing this book and I was putting uh-huh. out all of my ideas, I would go back through it. I would read and I'm like, you know what? I'm not doing that. I need to make sure I'm doing that. So there were a few <laughs> things that I did like that too. So. Isn't it something? Yeah. Isn't it something when you write a book or you, when you're doing something, yeah. whether it be course or whatever, and you go, oh my goodness. I'm not doing that. And I'm telling somebody else to do it. So I, oh, I better yeah. go back to the drawing board and exactly. get on board and then start, you know, creating. But that's that's a great thing. I love how in back of each one of them, the re, you do a recap. Yeah. And then you do, you have questions that you can actually do the work. Yep. So I like that Like on the, in this book. I really do like this. And the last part, last one I like, and I lost it because I'm playing with the book. Um, the last one that I like, oh yes, as a life coach, many people that I meet, they don't like to ask for help and you just brought it out in this. And this was the rule number 10. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Share that with our audience. Yeah. So, um, I, I called that no man is an Island and, and, and you know, that's true. Um, for, for me, so my business is just me. I don't, I do not have any employees. And, um, that, that was a choice that I made because I used to be in sales and sales management. I said enough of that. I don't want to go down that road anymore. Yeah. Um, so because of that, who do I have to help me in my business? Nobody. Right. So, um, <laughs> I, I got involved. In, you. <laughs> me. <laughs> I got involved in networking groups. And, uh, when I go to these groups, it's other business owners. And many times we'll just sit there and you know what? I'm having a problem with this. Oh, right. I dealt with that before. This is what I did, you know, right. or, or, Hey, 
what do you, how do you market your business? How do you get yeah. new customers? You know, and we'll, we'll throw around ideas and everybody leaves those meetings going, wow, that was great. I've got two pages yeah. of notes here. So yeah, right. That's that, really good. That's really important. Another thing is, so we all know that world-class athletes, they get a coach, right? And that coach pushes them and pushes them to, to be so much better. But business owners, or maybe you're not even a business owner, maybe you're a salesperson, or maybe you want to go further in your job, whatever the case may be, get some help. There's nothing wrong with getting a business coach um, if, if you're an employee at a company. And sometimes they have resources. You know, a lot of companies have mentorships where – um, someone that's more seasoned in, in the company will right. help you and bring you up in the company. And, and those are great. But if you don't yeah. have that, find a coach. You know, there's yeah. SCORE, Service Corps of Retired Executives. Yeah, That's a great resource. Here you have all these people that have retired and they're sitting there on the sidelines going, I, I want to, I, I still want to play. Yeah. And, so they <laughs> in and they help out small businesses that are just starting out and give them that lift. So, yeah. you know, get, get some help. I've had a, uh, I've had a business coach for, oh, three or four years now. And it seems like my relationship with my business coach at certain times, she's really pushing me and I'm really taking off with things. Then there's other times where I'm kind of like, ah, I'm really busy. I don't have time for this. And, you know, hey, hey, yeah. come back around and then we'll really push again. Um, yeah. you know, and you need that regardless of yeah. where you are in your career. Uh-huh. If you have that, you will go farther. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's very important. Um, What's your favorite uh, rule? My favorite one is rule number 11. Okay. It's it's, uh, the rule or it's stay positive and it's the pro noia model. And while I was writing this book, I stumbled Uh upon pro noia, which Uh for all of your listeners, so pro noia is basically the opposite of paranoia. Pronoia <laughs> is the belief that yep. the universe is basically conspiring on your behalf to help you. Always, and, yes. You know, and and I don't. I'm not saying that you should put on rose-colored glasses and everything is always wonderful, and because it's not. But yeah. Um, and this is something I've told my kids from when they were really young. Um, it's not what happens to you; it's how you react to it. Yeah. So you don't have a choice about what happens to you many times, mm-hmm. but you do have a choice on how you react to that. So I, I tell some good stories in there about um, people that reacted good, people that reacted bad. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just uh, none of the rules in this book will work for you and help you if you don't have a positive attitude. And, and again, yeah. I'm not saying that you wake up every morning and the sun is shining, the birds are singing, and it's a wonderful day. Because no, there are days you wake up and it's not a good day. But um, don't let that 10 minutes of a bad day ruin the whole rest of the day. Yeah. You know, that's, um, if, you can, if you can bounce back from those things, not let those things affect you, you will be so much farther than all of the competition. Right. Absolutely. Well, audience, we are um, talking to the author, Dwayne McHodgkins, um, about his book, Lessons from the Business Heroes of the Pandemic. 
and he has rules and they are. So what I would tell you, go out and buy this. So Dwayne, what is happening for you on the horizons? Let our audience know. So I've got, uh, I've got another book in the works. I actually have a couple books in the works, but the next, the next one that will be out, um, it's, it's on leverage. So leverage, a few years back, I did the whole thing where instead of making a bunch of goals, I decided to focus on a word for the year. Okay. Based on leverage. Now, a lot of people think, well, you know, leverage, that's kind of like um, taking advantage. Well, mm-hmm. no, it's not. And I actually have it on the board behind me. It's um, leverage is use something to its maximum advantage. Okay. Okay. So, um, if you have a tube of toothpaste, you're going to roll yeah. that in and you're going to scrape it all out. <laughs> That's leveraging your toothpaste. Yeah. So, um, and when I did this for the, the year that I did that, my business really took off because what I found out, and a lot of the stuff in some of these chapters came from that, um, I found out that with my business, I was leaving money on the table. Mm-hmm. So, um, I would go to a customer and they'd say, hey, what's a good antivirus product? And I would tell them the one that I liked the best. And then I would go online and help them buy it. And, you know, that company was saying, hey, thanks. You know, and I'm getting, yeah. you know, I, I recommended this one probably 15, 20 times. So then yeah. I did a little research and I found out they have a partner program. Really? Yep. Yeah. So that's one of my that's one of my things. That's, Anything yeah, with an yeah. affiliate. So yes. Now yes. I'm a reseller of that. So yeah. the price that my customers pay didn't go up at all. They're paying yeah. the exact same thing. The only difference is now I get some commission instead of well, that, that's right. Yeah. So you know that I leverage that. So now my my business I'm making more money in my business mm-hmm. because I'm selling things. And I found a number of products where I can right. do so um, that's the next thing I'm doing <laughs> is a book. Okay. On that. All right. Wonderful. So how can the audience find you? Like what's your social media and everything? So um, everything that I do is on one, I call it a link page. It's really a website with 10 boxes. Okay. <laughs> it's at, uh, at com. Okay. So <laughs> I was okay, that's simple enough. Calledwayne.com. Yeah. Simple yeah. and easy. Yeah. Simple yeah. and easy. It's got a link to my book. It's got a link to all of my social media on there. So, yeah, it's all there. Gotcha. Wonderful. Okay. So what encouraging words could you give to business owners or whomever is in the audience? Um, the last and final encouraging words you can give them. Um, you know, what I, what I said before, it's not what happens to you. It's how you react to it. So, you know, if, if you, uh, if, if you wake up in the morning and say, it's going to be a great day, it's going to be, it is. Yeah. Wake up and say, oh man, it's another Monday. This is going to be terrible. (laughs) Well, yeah. And it will be. (laughs) (laughs) It will be. Yes, it will. Whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. Right. Yeah. (laughs) No matter what. 
Right. That is so good. That's so good, Dwayne. We, we want to thank you. This brings us to the end of the show. We want to thank you, Dwayne, for being here, sharing your lessons from the business heroes of the pandemic. All the rules, I think, all the way to 11, and he has a little bit more rules, other rules yeah. in the back. So you can't miss this, okay? We don't want you to miss this. So get the book, read about it, get the rules, and apply them because some of the things that he just told me, I'm I'm taking leverage, taking, I'm taking that. Definitely, definitely taking that and adding it to my repertoire and to grow my business and to grow myself. So thank you all for being here. Uh, remember, you can reach out to me any in any um, uh, social media, EJW Coaching, all over, everywhere. Find out what I'm doing. And uh, remember to always have fun in what you're doing. This is Edna White and my guest, Dwayne McHodgkins, saying goodbye for now. Thanks.